Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 203 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, our sin? Talk about video games. Talk about video games every Thursday of every week. We gather around the virtual wild cooler, discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, The Delayed, Arsene Lakpa. Hey, guys. Um, so I've got a bit, you know, cooking up. Uh, you know, it's for episode 203. However, you know, due to time constraints, due to, you know, not wanting to, you know, make my brain uh, go under crunch time, I am going to have to delay this to um, June. Actually, no, actually, it's going to have to go to July of 2022. Um, I hope you guys, you know, understand that we're just trying to put out the best quality bit for you know the podcast as possible so just please bear with us and on uh in july we will have the perfect bit for you guys we'll get we'll come back with uh some more a release date um you know in a couple of weeks from now so thank you guys so much oh boy I, I sure do hope it's the perfect bit but we'll get into that in a minute, just a quick reminder, guys, if you guys want to help to support the show, playerplayerpod.com. Uh, go to the bottom of the page, visit our Kofi link. You can donate as low as a dollar to help support hosting costs. If you want, don't want to support monetarily, just give this uh, show a review on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, um, and just share the show with your friends. Also, join the Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord, um, and just join the conversation and help us build this little community of ours today. It's the monthly cooldown. Guys, if you are not familiar with how we do things around here, every episode, um, every final episode of the month, we do a monthly cooldown where we basically talk about any and everything um, under the sun, unrelated to gaming or not. Uh, we just talk about whatever, no true script or anything like that. But um, uh, pulling back the curtain, if you guys have been paying attention to the last couple episodes, we did pre-record both of uh, the, the two previous episodes. So the episode that recorded last week was recorded two weeks ago. And the, um, the episode that came out before that was recorded two weeks even before that. So um, we haven't talked about the Bethesda delay. We haven't talked about um, a lot of stuff that's been going on in the in the gaming news. Pretty much that's kind of the biggest story to talk about. So I think I'm sure we're already late, so I'm sure we're going to talk about that into the monthly cooldown. But first, but first, we got to catch up because we have you and I have not talked. Yes. Um, like vocally in over two weeks since since the last podcast we recorded. So, yes, what's yes, been going yes. on, man? How are you doing? Um, I'm doing, uh, I would say, fine and dandy. Uh, like I was just telling you right before we hopped on the podcast. I am back in ATL for, um, you know, a couple weeks. I may have to be going. I may have to go back down to ATL ho. ATL ho, as the uh, the young individuals of the city like to say. Actually, I think everybody says it, young and old. I won't. I won't discriminate against the the grandpas yeah. and grandmas out there screaming <laughs> ATL ho. But no, I I'm back for now. Um, I think I'm gonna be gone again. Uh, june ish like the middle of june basically and then i i don't really know what happens after that you know my life is uh it's like a little whirlwind never know where i'm gonna be uh the next week not exactly i'm just uh Why don't y'all just happy. buy that house that is a that is a good question we could buy that house but uh honestly bro in this market 
I don't even know if we'd be able to buy her, like I don't even know if we'd be able to buy that house. I feel <laughs> like uh we would cut them they ain't gonna cut y'all a deal. Shit, they might. Where's the guarantee though? I don't we don't have a guarantee. Also, where are they gonna live? Mm. I'm not living with my, mm. my in laws, bro. Problem, big problem. I'm not about to be a, a TV sitcom, bro. I'm not that's not about to be my life. Exactly. So uh that is not a right, <laughs> that right. is not a possibility. We are still, however, in the house hunt. We're waiting to hear back some news. Actually, right now at them as uh we are recording this episode i'm hoping to hear some news obviously i'm not okay. I, i'm doubt i'm gonna hear anything because i was supposed to get news mm, before 30 minutes ago so uh <laughs> we, we don't know okay. what's going on hopefully we get this uh most recent house we put, an, put offer an offer in, in we, or we put an offer in we're deep okay uh i don't know what's going on so i'm gonna have to hit up my agent my dear friend angela from high school and uh We'll see what's. We'll oh, see she's what your agent. She is my agent. Yes. Dang, that's crazy. That's crazy. She hit, she's uh Westminster is uh it was Westminster, right? Yes, Westminster. Clark. What, what? What? Westminster. Okay. Okay. So they're just hooking you up with all the little, the little connections. Huh? I got all types of connections, bro. You don't know. Y- y'all don't want to cross yeah. me. That's all I want to say. You don't know who I know. Ever since. Ever since that little viral video of that kid in the Thames dancing on the table, bro, Westminster has just been. No, that's the other school, bro. That's middle school. Oh, okay. But that does that middle school feed into Westminster? No, it is not. I just uh, jumped ship. Oh, okay. I applied. Uh, okay. It, it was. It is a private school, my middle school. Um, but then, like you know, you could just go wherever. It, it's only a middle school, so you got to find somewhere to go. So you just jumping from viral school to viral school. Basically, bro. You know, I I can't be. Okay. I couldn't be associated with no basic bitch school. After I went from one viral school, right. what what would I look like going to like you know public school? You think I'm a plebeian? Right, Hell right. no. So I had to go. I had to go the, the prior route. Anyways, makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's pretty much. It life wise, I would say. Um, other, let me ask yeah. you. Let me, you know, I'm not ready to jump from the the house topic, all right? Because yes. I watch my little finance YouTubers and whatnot. A lot of them are involved in real estate. Apparently, this is we're at the peak of the housing market. Yes. So, have you ever considered, like, hey, you know, maybe we'll wait a minute because we might might because like, is this house just kind of like, hey? we're going to do a one-time thing or we're trying to get a deal or whatever. Like we don't care about the deal. There's an urgency to move or is it, have you considered waiting until the, the pricing comes down just a little bit? I would like to, however, I'm kind of tired of being hoed by, you know, my, my current apartment. It's not really hoage, mm. but you know, it's kind of like the whole rent going up every year is not uh, the move for us. It's constantly bumping. Obviously, when we switch over to the homeowner lifestyle, you know, things are going to be more expensive. But I want to start building towards, uh, you know, an asset that I'm going to own mm. myself. And obviously, you know, they say that this may not be the best time, but I'm thinking more of uh, the long run here. I'm, I'm thinking of weathering the okay. storm. Um, this is not a, I'm planning on sticking around here for quite some time. So this is not like a, oh, like a three year housing. Like we're trying to, we're trying to max out basically, you know, so we're, we're trying to go all in on this. However, I guess, I don't know if however is the right word for this. We kind of have locked ourselves in because we have canceled our lease. I'm, I'm, I'm putting this, I'm putting this on the podcast. I want everybody to know that the, 
the fire is on our booty butt cheeks right now. What the? How long do you guys have? We have two months. But the reason why we we wow. were forced to cancel at least because if we didn't, it was like we had to decide basically by yesterday, actually by uh-huh. today, if we were going to continue our lease. They they make you decide two months in advance, and they say if you don't give us any type of notice or some shit, you're gonna have to pay like we're just gonna you're gonna pay like basically like three times one month of uh, rent or something. Oh, hell so I'm like, no. I'm like, dang, do we just go ahead and uh, re up on our lease? And if we were to re up, you know, you may be thinking maybe we re up on our lease just for a little bit longer. Nope. They got that covered, bro. They uh, the rent prices are like two to three times more expensive if you try to do a shorter lease, obviously. So uh, basically, we were kind of hoed either way. And so I said, I'm going to mm-hmm. I, I want to take a little leap. I want to take a little jump. And we're going to try to get into this, uh, get our little tuchuses into a house. So, we're... Godspeed to you, bro. Thank you, bro. Worst case, rent a little Airbnb while you guys trying to, you know, make the move. I don't know. But I sure hope we it don't won't come to, to that. Come. It won't come to that. Honestly... You know what? I'll put it on podcast right now. If you guys don't have a house in the next month, hit me up. I'll lend you a small loan. Interest yeah. of 20%. Yeah. 20% APR. Uh, just consider a little gift from a friend. I'll loan you however much you need. Okay, that, okay. That uh, down payment. Twenty percent APR, the twenty percent interest. See, this is why I fuck um, with you, bro. Because so. you know you're looking out for me. Absolutely. You're hitting me with the. That's probably. I could have did thirty, forty percent interest. That is very true. That's that friend special. That is the friend special. So thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, man, we are uh, deep in the house hunt. But other than house hunting, this is a little sneak peek for later on in the podcast. But your boy. Is now a proud Xbox owner. We're no in it, bro. way. We're in it as of last week. Your boy's been on Game Pass. What happened? What do you mean? What happened? What happened? What do you mean? How did this happen, bro? I've been having, I've been holding this secret for quite some time, bro. I think I. When was the day I purchased this shit? It was I purchased it directly from the horse's mouth, Microsoft.com. Almost wow. like two, I didn't even know three they were stocking them up like that. They were stocking them up. I was two tracking three weeks. two, three weeks ago. So we had recorded the podcast. Yeah. Back you were just, you were just teeheeing. I was teeheeing. I didn't have it yet. I didn't get it until last week. It took a while for them to ship it. Um, mm-hmm. But I picked it up from you know the apartment last week. About yeah, I'd say it's about seven days ago or now. Um, and I've been grinding, bro. But now here busting out some games, and I'm you know we're gonna talk about it. A little later on, but I'm an Xbox boy now, baby. I'm, I'm a, I got a full house over here. Wow, I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Your, your, oh, I got some your thoughts. thoughts and prayers about the Xbox. Um, but before we get into that, do you have anything else? Nothing else, bro. I'm trying to, I'm trying to hear from you. I have talked your ear off. I want to hear about the wonderful land of Iceland. I will jump into the wonderful land of Iceland discussion in a minute, but I want to call out. Yes. Today, unfortunately, we have seen yet another school shooting, mm. and I'm just like, this happened a couple of hours ago. Yeah. Um, and just seeing the news cycle, super depressing. While I was in Iceland, I heard about another shooting in Buffalo. Yep. And it's just like, it's just so depressing. We got to get it together. I don't know if you guys are in swing states. I don't know what's going on. I'm certainly not in a swing state, so my vote literally does not matter. And I know people are like, your vote matters. <laughs> no, it literally doesn't. Uh, in the grand, I can mean I could stop us getting taxed on Coke products, 
right? Huh. And, you know, we can tax Coke products in Seattle, but uh, we cannot affect, um, you know, legislation in other states. So I urge you guys to do some do some research, put the fire under your politicians' asses, because this is just ridiculous at this point. Um, I don't have kids, but I'd be hella stressed if I did have kids. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I am black and black people did get shot up uh, not not like more than a week ago. So it's just a mess out here. We need some changes, whether that's mental health resources, gun uh, regulation, whatever. That's kind of depressing. So I just want to put that out there. And now to kind of lighten the mood, talking about a little trip I went on to Iceland. It's been amazing making for a while. Full disclaimer, shout out to my amazing girlfriend amanda this was kind of her dream trip uh that she's been wanting to go for go to for like a while nice Um, and she's like a a planning guru is the word i'll use so she did a lot of planning i was kind of on the on the on the on the ride i was kind of just like she was like hey let's plan this weekend and we were like two months out and i'm like is all this really (laughs) necessary uh, and I was kind of like dragging my feet on it. But in the end, all of her planning paid off because we had a great itinerary. Everything went uh, went through without a hitch. And I've only been, this is my second time going on an international trip. I've been to, uh, I went to Paris and Italy um, right after graduation from college. But um, I'm, I was always super stressed cause we had, we booked like five different hotels. Mm. I'm like, please, p-, like, I pray that I did not fuck up. Cause I booked up all, I booked all the hotels. So I was like, I pray that I did not <laughs> fuck up by booking one of the wrong days or, I mean, I guess I did fuck up once. Oh no. Nah. Uh, so before we even got to the trip, it was, I gotta say it might've been a day. It was a day before our flight. Mm-hmm. Um, where I realized this, where I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm double checking everything. And something just told me like something happened where I was like checking our car rental. I'm looking at the car rental and like, I noticed something on the order. I'm like, wait a second, manual. (laughs) No, this can't be right. (laughs) Oh "Oh, no. Please don't tell me we rented a manual fucking car, bro. Neither of us can drive manual. We are going to like, if we, can't have the car we're gonna be fucked a man is gonna be pissed so i'm stressing the company that we rented through is like an iceland specific company and they only communicate through email so i was like oh no bro like we're literally getting on the flight tomorrow it is like 10 p.m right now are we going to be able to get this shit changed because i do not want to be stressing about this on the plane luckily they came through they got it changed to an automatic for a small upgrade fee um, cause you know, in us, bro, first of all, they wouldn't have had no cars. They would have been like, no, you shut up luck. And if they did have a car, they would have been like, yeah, it's double now. It's double. True. Price. True. But I, I think we only had to pay like maybe a hundred extra dollars, which in the grand scheme of things was not bad because, uh, the automatic cars are just inherently more expensive than the manual cars. Mm. So it's kind of like playing the difference. And then when we got there. They upgraded us free to a SUV. So it was kind of like a, a big dub. Shout out to the uh, blue car rentals in Iceland. They really hooked us up. But as far as the trip goes, we were there for a full week. And we did this thing called Ring Road, which is basically just like um, 
driving around the entirety of Iceland mm-hmm. around the coast, I guess. So um, we booked a bunch of different hotels uh, at like different stops or along the trip that made sense. And uh, yeah, it was a really good time. We saw a lot of waterfalls, um, a lot of cool, just like natural scenic uh, things had some pretty good food. Uh, I was definitely worried because like, I remember a couple months before the trip, I mean, I was like, yeah, I heard that the food is ass there. They like shark fin or whatever the fuck. And I was like, oh, bro. bro what's, what's wrong with the shark fin? I don't know if it was shark fin specifically, but it was something where I was like, mm, that's kind of a bummer, bro. Because I'm, I'm all about the food. Food is like one of the number one things I'm looking forward to on the trip. Right. But food ended up being pretty good. Apparently, they be, they're specializing in hot dogs over there. So we had some hot dogs, a lot of fish and chips. Had some good burgers. I had a chicken sandwich, and let me tell you, some of this food better than the uh, U.S. counterparts. Some of this fish and chips, some of these chicken sandwich I had was slapping. So, uh, shout out to Iceland and the specific restaurants we went to. Um, pretty much everybody spoke English in the places we were at, so mm-hmm. no trouble regarding that. Um, and yeah, I, I it was the majority of the trip was like either going to a different waterfall we did go on like a couple different hikes hiking to a waterfall we hiked to a plane which was probably my only like thumbs down of the trip it wasn't terrible but so basically the plane it's like a wrecked plane on a beach Uh uh-huh like Um, lost and like kind of like lost i haven't seen lost but i'm assuming it's just like lost um but you have to kind of hike to it and I think we estimated like a two-hour hike. So by hour there, hour back, but it was more like maybe 35, 40, 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back. Um, but the catch is the hike is one of the most boring hikes I've ever been on in my life. Oh, Where it's like, you, okay, I guess the best image I can give is, you know, when SpongeBob and Patrick... Or SpongeBob and Squidward, or whatever the fucker. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That pizza <laughs> and they're just walking forever. Yeah. And it's just the same ass scenery. It was literally that because it's like a hike, flat land, no trees. I think there's like one little, one small little mountain hill that you can see in the distance. Other than that, it's just like a black beach. Um, and by beach, it's just a bunch of pedal, pebbles as far as you can see uh, ahead of you. So you're literally just walking on this flat ground straight can't see shit except pebbles as far as the eye can see and you're walking for like 30 45 minutes so like it immediately got boring um and then we got to the plane took our couple pictures we're only there for maybe five ten minutes oh no headed right back right back to not seeing shit seeing these these pebbles and shit and i was like i don't know and my feet were hurting by the time we got back i was just like i don't know bro um but other than that man we saw some insane waterfalls um every while you would think after like the seventh waterfall or the fuck you'd be like all right bro he's seen it all (laughs) but i was like let me see it like each waterfall i felt like was better than the last almost so uh big w's um you know, I, I've seen enough waterfalls for a lifetime, but like I said, honestly, I would go back and see some more if there were more to see. Um, had some cool hotels, had some hotels that had some crazy views, 
seeing like insane mountain ranges. We could see horses and shit in the distance. It was just a good time. So highly recommend the trip. Um, if I had to rate it, I honestly say probably a nine out of ten trip. Dang, out of 10 trip. let's go! Shout out Iceland. To a, shout out Iceland. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. If you have any questions about the Iceland trip, feel free to ask them now. Cause um, I got a question. I don't know what you would be. Yeah, go ahead. Give me your question. You know, us being of the African American variety, I want to know what that experience was like. Were there any weirdos? You know, looking at you funny. Yeah. Any situations? Yeah. So you already know. Uh, as soon as we landed, that's my first thought. Oh Not no! Like <laughs> what's gonna happen? But I was like, literally, now that I'm here. I had like how many black people are actually on this freaking island? Cause it's a, it's an island, small ass country. Um, I'm like 2000, maybe 3000 black people on this whole ass island, Damn. including me. I'm not sure. Um, but I did see a black person immediately when I was in like the little customs getting off the plane. So Let's like, okay, go. that's kind of a dub. I think total though in the trip, we were there for seven days, travel all around the damn country. I think I might have saw maybe more than 10 black people. Okay. Probably in the 10 to 15 range, which honestly probably kind of evens out with my estimates of there being like 2,000 black people in the day, in the whole country. Um, there were no weird situations. I don't know if people were staring at me because I feel like I was staring at everything else and everybody <laughs> else that I was not super conscious of anything weird happening. Nobody was... Uh, acting problematic Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of the time we were around tourists uh, because like in the locate like once we like we started in the main city and then after that we kind of like traveled along the coast and it was very obvious that the locations we were in were just like every all the tourists were doing the same little route um, trying to see all the different landmarks and shit so most of the locations we were in there were tourists uh, and all the Icelandic native people were really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, no, no issues at all. I never felt like, you know, I don't know. We, we had to, I don't even know what composite we have but uh, <laughs> it was, it was all, it was all good. Never, never thought I, I would, I saw anybody saying some slurs in Icelandic or anything like that. So it was good. All the, the people at Iceland were very nice. If there's any listeners in Iceland, shout out to y'all. Something I did notice, went to a mall. I didn't see one damn, like, Xbox, PlayStation Whoa. advertising. I was like, y'all got video games? They don't believe in it, bro. Because it, sh- it, sure, it sure as hell looked like they didn't believe in no video games. So I was like, I don't know. I couldn't live here, bro. I could not live here. We We saw a lot of farms just literally in remote areas like we'd be driving for like an hour and we just see a little farmhouse right next to a waterfall we were like bro how did where do they get their food from bro we haven't passed a restaurant or a store in like an hour like how are they i mean are they just living off their farm farm uh livestock are they getting their water from that waterfall right there should be just we didn't know but it was uh it was certainly interesting but then again Every time I thought about like me saying, "Oh yeah, I can never live here," I also couldn't be living in bumfuck nowhere, Georgia, as well. Facts. So, um, you know, it, they got it bad out there too. So, uh, you know, I'm not really judging the people of Iceland, the farmers of Iceland, and whatnot. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, do you have any other questions that I can answer before we uh, keep this truck moving? Um, any other questions? Nah, bro. If I think of something else, maybe I'll maybe I'll slide it to you personally. You know, the people on the slide to me podcast, y'all don't get to hear. Slide it to me personally. If you have a question, pose it to me on the Discord. Highly recommend this trip. Um, it was a really good time, and I saw some of the coolest uh, landmarks and just natural wonders and shit uh, that I've ever seen. Including, we went into a little glacier or a little like glacier lagoon, mm-hmm. which apparently had the biggest glacier in all of Europe. Um, yeah, and we went on a little boat tour. Um, we saw a bunch of seals and shit. There was a bunch of glaciers, and the lady gave us a little, um, like a little, I don't know, not tour, but like a little spiel about like, hey, yeah, like this is this is how all these glaciers are formed and stuff. She let us touch a little piece of the glacier, hey. had, like breaking off into the lagoon. The shit was cold as fuck, <laughs> and like so, like basically, we were on this little boat. There's this guy on a speedboat that brought this piece of glacier, handed it to the lady. She's holding it in her hands. She's explaining it like, hey, this is how this, how this works. And I'm like, whoa, like it must be some like scientific thing where it's like, because I was like, I'm like, I would think this shit is super cold. But she's literally holding this thing with her bare hand. And she's giving us this long ass like little explanation, probably two, three, four minutes long. So I'm like, dang, for some reason, it must not be cold. Like, it must be so cold that it's not cold or some shit. And she was like, all right, like, we're passing it around. Everybody can touch it. And when I held that thing, let me tell you, bro, my hands were frozen within seconds. Holy I was like, there's shit. no fucking way, bro. There's no way she held this thing without gloves for that long, bro. Yeah, that was some, that was definitely a built different moment. Um, and another cool thing is, like, while she was talking, she was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the reason that some of these glaciers are blue or whatever is because like underneath the glacier is blue and then it'll break and flip over or whatever. Um, and that's how it'll turn blue. We're like, Oh cool. And as she was talking, literally one of the glaciers broke, um, and like flipped over. Oh, it sounded like, sounded like a small explosion. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I looked in the distance. I was like, Whoa, this glacier is breaking. I'm like, wow, that's kind of like a little bonus content, Mm. a little bonus content. That probably never happens. Bro, they staged it, bro. You know they had a little explosives over there. I knew it was crazy (laughs) because she even after like even the tour guy took her phone out and started taking pictures. I was like, oh, if she, I know she's giving this tour probably ten, fifteen times a day. If she's taking photos, I know this is some some unique shit. True, true. Um, yeah, highly recommend the trip. Um, not a trip that I would have ever thought of planning by myself but very glad i went nice so that's that excellent excellent glad y'all made it back safely so we can continue recording episodes yeah people miss yes um we're almost 30 minutes in but guess what it's the monthly cooldown so this is how we do it baby um gonna give a quick shout out because i have finished death note wow watched it with amanda uh, absolutely forgot. Like I've said on the podcast a couple times the past couple episodes, I forgot every fucking thing that happens in this episode in the show. Literally every moment. Uh, I might have been wa- I might as well have been watching it for the first time. Highly enjoyed it. Recommend it. Definitely not as good as Monster, but very good nonetheless. Um so shout out to Death Note one time, one time. Nice. Shall we get into the video game discussion? Let's talk about it. So where do we want to start? All right, because 
I got a couple different topics. Uh, obviously, Starfield got delayed. That's the big news topic. But I also have started playing Kirby. Uh, Forgotten Land. Kirby in the Forgotten Kirby Land. Kirby in the Forgotten Lands. Have some thoughts about that. So I could give that. Or we could go through your Xbox impressions. Where do you want to start? I'll let you choose. Let's start with Kirby real quick. Since, you know, we talked, uh, Jacob and I talked about that a couple, uh, you know, weeks back. So maybe we can just go, yes, like, sir. you know, a little brief, you know, just touch. I want to hear your thoughts on the matter. Yes, sir. Um, well, I think Kirby and the Forgotten Land, surprisingly, is a surprisingly fantastic game. Yep. Um, it definitely exceeded expectations. Um, like looking at the marketing, hearing people talk about it, I got the impression, okay, it's good. But I still had the lingering thought, it can't be that good, right? <laughs> well, I'm here to say it is that good. Um, there's nothing particularly crazy about the game, but I think it's just designed in such a perfect way that it has the perfect loop where you never feel bored. You always feel like you're satisfied so far you know however far i am in the game um and it's just enough challenge you know on top of the base game to make you feel like oh i just want to go this extra mile to spend a little more time in the game to to get the 100 percent or beat the time time attack or the target time or whatever in the special areas so i'm actually i'm absolutely loving it I, i think uh i was never i've never been a big fan of the kirby games but i think this game has such a great level of charm all the abilities are cool and also cute um like the levels are well designed and fun and interesting uh big like mouthful mode is <laughs> like like it does not feel gimmicky any any time you use it it's like oh this is pretty fun uh and i it, it has not gotten old yet so um I, this this is probably, you know, Elden Ring, completely out of the conversation. This is probably one of my favorite games I've played this wow, year. Wow, okay. Uh, right, up there, right up there with Tunic. Right up there with Tunic for sure. Um, so, shout out to Nintendo, man. Like, as far as I'm concerned, Nintendo hasn't lost a step. I know, uh, you know, we, we haven't gotten the big hitters that we've been looking f- uh, forward to for a while. Like, we haven't gotten the Breath of the Wild 2. We haven't gotten our updates on uh you know metroid prime or whatever the fuck people are waiting for but kirby and the forgotten land was a bop uh i was a big fan of the all-star collection that the mario all-star collection mm-hmm. um and they i feel like they've been trying to give people a lot of quality content even if it's not the the banger game of the year content that most people are looking forward to i feel like they they still got a little sauce in them with the Pokemon Arceus and or Arceus or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, got new Pokemon games later in this year. Apparently we're getting a Wind Waker uh, slash uh, Twilight Princess, I think. Twilight Princess bundle pack or whatever, which I'm going to eat the fuck up out of, the, out of that uh, combo because I never played. Well, I rented Wind Waker from Blockbuster. But I literally like I only play a little bit. You gotta hop on those, bro. Day one. I'm looking forward to man. And that that 100% day one. 100% day one. So Nintendo hasn't missed a beat. Um. So yeah, I'm highly enjoying Forgotten Land right now. Nice, excellent. Got to go for the 100%, bro. Trust me. Yes. It's not worth it, but it's still 
while you're on the it's high like, of Kirby, it's still like it's pretty fun. And knowing that I don't need to do the time attacks or the target time or whatever, hundred yep. percent is not bad at all. Like there, the only one I've gotten stuck on so far was I had to beat these two fucking ice walruses without taking a hit, and that was kind of a bitch. That took me yeah a handful of tries, but everything else, I, I've I've got I've gotten a hundred percent up to this point. And it hasn't been too bad. And I've been enjoying. Well, it, there so. is there is more than just what you're you're thinking of for the the 100. percent And at some point, part of it can it can be a little grindy, but you know, is it like collecting the collecting the little figurines? Yeah, you got to yeah. get all 256 of them. However, we'll see about it. Is, it. It's it's Hopefully, doable. Because yeah, like uh, I've been like. When I replay the levels to get 100%, mm-hmm. I try and collect the figurines because I assume that was going to be a part of it. And hopefully it's not too much of a pain. Um, if that's the last thing that I need to do and I've done everything else, I'll feel pretty good about that. So. Nice. Nice. Cool. Let's jump into uh, let's jump into the Xbox conversation. Yeah. Since, uh, since you now got your Series X, I want your impressions. I, I want this whole little story. Uh, how you feel about surprising me? All this stuff, because let me tell you, that's a crazy little thing to to keep in. I want to know what your thought process was, like buying it. When did you decide you were going to buy it? How did you end up copying one? Did you need monitors or whatever the fuck? Like, what a, give me the whole rundown. Sure. Let me give you my little, my little background story. So it started, um, you know, being down in Athens, Georgia. All I had was my Switch. All I had was, you know, Kirby Forgotten and the Forgotten Forgotten Land. Wow. Um, I had 100% of it. And I'm like, bro, I have nothing. I'm sitting here. I'm a shell of a man. What could I possibly do down here? I had I did bring my quest with me. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, you can only play that for so long. I was getting I was getting tired and shit, you know, all sorts of problems with the quest. However, I decided that I needed to pick up an Xbox. So then I hit you up. I was talking. I was like, dang, I could just go by Best Buy right now, pick up a Series S. That seems like the move for me, right? I don't need an X, do I? And you mm-hmm. thankfully persuaded me against it. I did not pick up the Series. You down shut real it quick. down. Um, there's no Series S in this household. We had to go for the big boy. That did mean that I did have to wait a little bit longer because Series S's are all over the place, bro. They're like fucking cockroaches. Anywhere you go, any store I was in, <laughs> there's at least eight Series S's. And I'm like, damn, bro, can I get a little Series X? So I did have to set up the monitors. Actually, not even the monitors. I just set up the, uh, hopped in some Discord uh, servers where they had. That's your go-to, uh, bro. You love jumping in I Discord I love jumping servers. in a Discord server. I, they get the uh, little notification sent right to me. And so I'm waiting, bro. I'm I'm scrolling through the Discord looking for, all right, when was the last time there was a drop? What am I going to do? Should I, like, uh, do X, Y, and Z? When should I go to Target? I even called a motherfucker at Target once. I said, hey, bro, y'all got any Xboxes? He said, nah, bro. And I said, when are y'all going to get some? He was like, I don't know. So I was like, all right, well, thank you. Okay, I was like, okay. thank you for your time, sir. He was a dud. And then one day, like, just one like i think it was like at nighttime or something i'm just on my phone and i see that or honestly it was really weird because i think i just clicked on one of the links in the discord that sent redirected to the microsoft page but i think it was Mm -hmm. an old link and it hadn't like updated yet i was just scrolling and i was like uh let me just see if it something's there or something so then i see 
add to cart. I'm like, nah, this is must be like, uh, it's, it's going to get me to the cart and then it's going to say it's like out of stock or something. Right. And then right. I hit the next, the next page. I was like, put your credit card information in. I was like, oh, oh shit, put your address in where you, when do you want it to receive the package? <laughs> and I was like, damn, well, I guess I might as well hit, you know, confirm purchase. Right. So I went ahead and confirmed <laughs> that purchase. Uh, they were like, it's going to get here by May 27th. I was like, damn, bro, that's a whole, like, at that point, it was like a whole month from then. Um, obviously, Eesh. you know, I have it now, so it did not take till May 27th. It, it only took like two weeks, I think, and I got it around May 14th. Um, and yeah, ever. Which house did you ship it to? Your apartment? Or? Yeah, I went ahead and shipped it to the apartment. I just didn't know whether or not we were going to be like. I didn't know where we were going to be at that time. You know, right. the, the plans right. were still kind of up in the air. Um, we were down there for a little bit longer. So I did, we did come up cause you know, we, we come up every weekend, came up, snagged the Xbox, brought it back down, hooked it up, started playing. Well, I hooked it up here, started up downloading games, took it back down to Athens. And then I started going crazy, bro. We were playing, Let's we go. were playing all sorts of games. I uh, finished both. Uh, I finished the gunk. It was a, a basically a one and a half day little venture, and just before how was that? Gun, I thought it was an okay game. You know, it's a nice little solid okay. story. You know, little, kind of a little, a little feel good type story. Nothing remarkable, but so I will just say it is. It's okay. I definitely don't okay. think this is a must play for anybody really, unless you're just feeling it's like it's you, a little pla- palate cleanser. It's a huh? palate cleanser. Unless if you feel like you're in the need of a game that is relaxing um that kind of has like a you know a little cutesy ish story um yeah just play the gunk i i didn't find anything <laughs> remarkable about it which you know it's kind of sad to say but on the other hand there weren't anything that i felt there wasn't anything that i felt was like a pain point while playing the game mm-hmm. so i just felt like i just had like a decent time playing through and it was a you know you just, it's like a you, know, you play it and you forget it you know what i mean before we uh continue this story i have to I have to interrupt you because uh about 10 minutes ago, Amanda sent me a text. She obviously overheard, her, overheard the podcast. She sent me a photo Ooh. of this Quora post. It says, how many black people live in Iceland? <laughs> All right. Now, uh, Casey Jones responded. This is May 5th, 2022. They said, very few. That's why their crime rates are so low compared to the rest of the world. Whoa. You tend to find that more per capita white people a country tends to have the lower <laughs> the lower their crime rates are the lower their crime rates and higher their overall safety and quality of life tends to be wow Yay. so ice we got some uh some racism right on cora now let me guess uh let me let you guess for uh 10 bucks what is casey jones profile picture of oh no don't tell me it's I feel like an obvious answer would be like some type of like you know Donald Trump MAGA thing, but please tell me it's mm-hmm. not no uh, like Nazi propaganda. You were close. You were you were right in the middle there. Oh, let's no. talk about the stars and bars. You know the good old Southern ah uh, Confederate flag. Got you, got you. The Confederate flags. You know Casey Jones right there talking about some damn. Crime rates are low. What the, what the fuck do you know about low crime rates with a fucking Confederate <laughs> flag in your profile picture? In Iceland, bro. Casey what Jones does he that, know? Ain't Casey Jones that motherfucker from Ninja Turtles, yes, bro? Yes, bro. He's the, the, <laughs> oh, the dude with the, the hockey mask. I think that's his name. This has got to be a troll. Definitely this has got to be a troll. 
Anyways, anyways. Yeah, that is Let's him. keep going. You played the gunk. You played the gunk. Let's keep I going. I played the gunk, and then I also booted up um, hella multiplayer games. I'm playing uh, Rocket League. I got back into it. So, uh, you know, whenever you okay. want to start betting again, you let me know. <laughs> um, okay. But on the single player front, played a little bit of Loot River. Not too far, though. Ooh. Um, I forgot about that. It's it, that one is also okay. Um, it hasn't clicked with me yet. I haven't even made it mm-hmm. uh, to like a a real boss just yet. The combat mm-hmm. seems a little too chunky for me. You know, like I feel like uh, hits are kind of too slow, and I, I really don't okay. like that in uh, games anymore. I've realized that if you, if you're not gonna be throwing your hits out, you know, in a timely manner, I, I'm getting older, bro. I can't be sitting around waiting for you to to throw, <laughs> to throw your punches. So that didn't did not really vibe with that. I may give it another shot. Uh, in the next coming weeks, but for now, it is kind of on the backlog. Um, and the last single-player game, which I just wrapped up right before the podcast because I wanted to talk about it, Trek to Yomi. It oh is. Uh, it has been completed. I finished the game, um, and I got to say, it is, it is hard to describe. It is very hard to categorize okay. into a, okay. a good or bad bucket. Because there are many, there are a lot of things I like, and there are a lot of things I dislike. Starting with the likes, the game looks beautiful. It looks like I, the whole time, every cutscene looks like a movie. I feel like I'm actually watching like a 1950s, 1960s Japanese samurai film, um, like just straight up, like not even like it. It barely feels like a, a game. And sometimes um, the mm-hmm. backgrounds, when you're actually like you know traversing through a level. It's very like cinematic focus. So you're looking, you're running across the screen, your character's there, um, and you just you're watching like the Japanese countryside in the background, just like beautiful. It's just a overall, it's just a beautiful game to watch and to play. However, the combat and the gameplay is where we struggle. That is, or yep. I'd say mostly the combat because the gameplay, when it boils down to it, and when you look like when you're actually playing the game. You're going to look at, if you do, do decide to pick it up, you're going to look at this shit and you're going to be like, damn, bro, did they just like rip the, the they, it looks like they straight up ripped the engine from Little Nightmares 1 and 2. Like dead damn. ass, bro. Like, what, like it feels like you were playing Little Nightmares, but they gave you swords. Like I'm not even, like, <laughs> you, I feel like I can't stress it enough. That's how much uh, Little Nightmares DNA just seems like it has. To the point where like I feel like later on in the game, it just felt even more and more like Little Nightmares. And I was like, damn, bro. They should just made Little Nightmares three. They should just made given given uh this like whoever was working on this game putting them on the team. Let them uh, pump out Please. Little Nightmares three. Um, so that was you know I thought that was okay. The combat, however, was kind of rough. I started out for some reason. I decided you know I'm a I'm a little shinobi warrior. I'm a samurai. Let me play on hard mode. Worst decision oh. of my life. In all honestly, in all honesty, for a game like this. You should probably just play on easy mode. I played it on uh, medium and it was fine. You know, it wasn't a big deal. I feel like the mm-hmm. jump between difficulties was kind of high between medium and uh, hard. But I think you're just better off just playing on easy mode. So that way you'll have a... Not even worth it's it. It's not even worth it, really. You, you'll have a more enjoyable time on an easier difficulty. Um, simply because the it's not polished gameplay it's not like a polished combat system you know how in little just like in little nightmares the how the animations don't i don't know what's the best way to describe it you know that you remember the animations from little nightmares 
how they were not like yeah. clunky or whatnot, but it just seemed like a little bit too. They're not fluid enough. It wasn't as like you were. Everything was as responsive as you wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. So imagine everything not being as responsive as you want, but now they give you a sword and they say, "Hey, this this guy is like actually trying to come and kill you." So it, it was just not a good time. Some of the the moves were kind of cool, like some of the finishing moves, but overall combat was a quite an L. And then they had to throw boss fights in there, and I'm like, "Dang, this is just not a that was not a fun boss fight experience." But the cutscenes always made up for it because you're always I could sit there, be pissed off at a boss, and immediately I see this cutscene roll on, and I'm like, damn, what a pretty game. That's a good-ass game. Okay. So at the end of the day, I'm going to have to rate this game probably around like a high 7 out of 10, in the high 7s, okay. um, simply because the gameplay, I don't think, uh, you know, it didn't keep up with the rest of the game. Like if the gameplay was a little bit more solid, it could have easily been like high 8s, maybe a 9 if it was polished. Wow! If if okay. the game like if the gameplay was polished, it could have been a nine because the game is just that pretty. But um, yeah, no, it it suffers. It suffers for it. So, quick question: um, Would you recommend like if I'm just looking to have a good time, like I'm just trying to chill, have a good time? Uh, would you recommend the Gunk? Or are you recommending Trek to Yomi? I'd recommend the Gunk over Trek to Yomi. Um, I didn't okay. since I didn't play Yomi on easy mode i don't fully know but i think if you have like a thing for like you know japanese culture you enjoy the old like you know kurosawa films trek to yomi 100 like if you have like an appreciation for that just ho- go ahead and mm-hmm. hop right in you won't regret it but if you don't even really care about like japan you don't even care about like samurais that much this game is not really doing anything to make you want to care about that as opposed to like you know Obviously, another Japanese samurai game, Ghost of Tsushima, that game yeah. felt, it, it feels like an RPG, and it's a, a way, you know, obviously it's a bigger game, but it's way more fun to play. So, yeah, I'd have to recommend Gunk over it. Okay, good to know, good to know. So, you know, before we get into the final topic of the show, um, do you have any other general thoughts about the Series X? Um, like... Are you happy you bought it? Is it worth the purchase? Are there any things you like? Any things you dislike so far? I uh, just with your little time with it. One hundred percent love this purchase. I don't regret it so far. Um, just because you know you and I are. I think we're locked in on Game Pass. You know we're we're yeah. The, this is a decision we decided to make. That we're we're all in. We're supporters of Game Pass, and I'm right there with it through and through. So despite the Xbox not having you know, the best, like, first-party games or whatnot, you know, or any first-party games this uh, generation so far, <laughs> uh, I guess except for Halo or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. This is still a very, Forza. and Forza, this is a very solid console to have just because I'm able to just sit on the couch, have fun. I don't have to boot up my computer, worry about, you know, modifying settings, this and that. I booted up Fortnite with the boys yesterday. Sure, I was asked because I'm, you know, playing with a controller instead of my mouse and keyboard. Yeah. But then when I decided to hop on the PC side, I had to, like, fiddle with all these settings. It was just so much effort. The Xbox Series X takes all the effort out of PC gaming and just, like, allows you to just have fun right from the jump. All all I had to do was turn my damn controller on, log in, and I was ready to go start downloading some games. So I, I, like, strongly recommend this as, like, a... 
I reckon I'm you know say something bold right here. I recommend this Uh-oh. over the PlayStation Five right now. What? Right now? Why is that? Even without the games, why why are we saying this? I, only because you, you know me. I am a like the indie game guy. I'm playing. All, I will play all types of games. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to pay. You know, I like to think about our listeners' wallets as well. You know, we're already paying five hundred bucks for a PlayStation the console for the, yeah, yeah either a PlayStation or an Xbox. Now you have to pay sixty dollars for each. Actually, well, I mean, they have the new service rolling in. That's, there you the go. New service. There you All go. right, we'll see. On June thirteenth, I may be, I may switch back. So, but as for right now, <laughs> I recommend the Xbox Series X over the PS Five if you have to get one today. But if you want to wait mm-hmm. until June thirteenth or June, maybe make it into June for my full opinions. Yeah, maybe I'll switch back over to PlayStation. I could totally see that. Since uh, I think what well, okay. all all of the first parties are coming to. PlayStation Plus right. Extreme, right? Or Premium. This man said Extreme. PlayStation bro. Plus <laughs> <laughs> Premium, whatever you want to call it. Shit. Uh, not all of them. Not all of them. Uh, I could have. They got some good ones on there. Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding. I mean, like God of War. I think is there. Actually, I don't know. The old. Like, I don't think like Spider Man is there. Like Spider Man. Spider Man is definitely Miles there. Miles Morales is definitely on there. Shit. Really? Yes. I'm like ninety percent sure. Uh, let's see, what is it? The PlayStation Plus. Let's see. Yeah. Premium list. Looking at the blog. Yep, it's spot. Miles Morales is on there. Oh really? And Spider Man Game of the Year edition. And I mean, God of War was already on there because of uh, God of War was on there. Yeah. yeah. So we got hell. Damn, that's pretty good. Got hella game. So we'll see. And Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, you can't beat that. You really bro. can't beat can't this. Beat but if you if you're completely brand new to gaming, yeah. If you're new to gaming, you gotta go for the PlayStation Five. Or right? new to like PlayStation and, and Xbox. Yeah, for sure. Maybe I, maybe I'll that. take my shit back. I feel like <laughs> Xbox only offers you know the best deal for if you're trying to get in on those indie games. You know, on the ground yeah. up, you know. But if you want yeah. those established series, those established games that you know have uh like, you know, eight out of ten, nine out of ten ratings at the minimum, you gotta go mm-hmm. for PlayStation in that situation. Hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Xbox Game Pass. If you're new to gaming, it still has some good games. We got Doom, we got, you know, uh Hollow Knight, um obviously Halo, Forza Horizon. Uh, Hitman 3, Mass Effect Trilogy, shit like that. But yeah, the PlayStation, if you're p- trying to play single player games specifically, that that PlayStation Plus, at least in the interim, is definitely uh, the move right now, mm-hmm. I, I would say. Um, so we're going to go a little bit long, but I did want to talk, talk about um, the delay of Starfield Redfall. Yes. Um, like, that's a big news. Big news, fortunately. Um, we had already pre-recorded the episode before the news dropped, so we couldn't talk about it. But basically, for people that don't know, if you've been living under a rock, Starfield and Redfall, we've been talking about these games for a while on the podcast. 11-11-22 was the date Starfield was supposed to drop. Summer 2022 was the window that Redfall was going to drop. And then uh, we got news that they're both being delayed to 2023. Uh not so surprising for Redfall, 
but very surprising for Starfield. You know, I've been on the podcast uh, a couple times. Basically, I think I've pretty much said that, hey, man, I don't think they're going to move this because why would they give a date like more than a year and a half out if they weren't confident they were going to hit this? Like I was like I was convinced the game has to be almost done. Right. Basically, for them to give out that date, because there's no reason to do that. And I'm wrong. I was wrong. 100 <laughs> percent wrong. So uh, shout out to Brendan. I'll give uh, King of Mazda cars his wow. flowers on this one. Give him a because, you know, I will admit when I'm wrong. I will admit when somebody's been right for a long time. Brendan, uh, although it's not like he had great four. I, I mean, you know, I'm not even going to slander the the, <laughs> the, the, the kudos here. <laughs> I'm not going to slander the kudos. He did say he thought it was going to be delayed and then it got delayed. So shout out to him for that one but got delayed this is huge man this is huge because this was the one game that people were looking forward to and saying hey look microsoft has starfield man this this is their heavy hitter this is what they're anchoring around this year like whenever we talked about games uh whenever we talked about game of the year it was always but starfield's coming or like man elden ring is good can't can't wait to see how starfield matches that um and it's moved now so we're in the situation where Xbox really doesn't have any major title um, coming out this year. And mm-hmm. maybe that'll change uh, in in a couple of weeks when we have the Xbox showcase. Maybe we'll see something. They'll announce, hey, we got some so-and-so coming in the fall. But I highly doubt it because, you know, for the longest time, Starfield has been the thing that has basically garnered all the marketing attention this is coming we've been having all these little dev diaries saying hey look forward to this people have been getting hyped up about this and now it's not there so uh what are your thoughts on this what was your reactions how are you feeling give me give me your initial breakdown i was definitely uh bummed out you know upon first hearing the news especially um, i think specifically for for starfield because like you said we had that date you know, whenever I get the exact numbers of the date, I'm holding them to it. I'm not expecting any type of, you know, tomfoolery around that that date. Maybe perhaps like, you know, if they had said, I don't know, 12-11 instead of 11-11. I'm like, okay, because I think, uh, what was that? Elden Ring did something like that. They, they moved from January yeah, yeah. to February. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But when you just uh, push it back into the next year, it's like you're throwing it back into the... You're throwing it back in the oven and you don't have a timer set and you're sitting there and and I'm sitting there at the dinner table hungry waiting for a Starfield and I have no idea when it's going to be coming to my plate. And that is kind of what is a bit of a bummer there. However, I understand completely y'all y'all need to the time to make this game look better. You know, I think I honestly, as we were moving forward, I was getting a bit concerned about Starfield because I was hearing, you know, through the grapevine a little bit here and there that it wasn't that special. So I was one. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe that had some type of impact on their decision to delay the game out to maybe like polish it up a little bit more. Um, obviously, I don't know. I'm not there in those uh, decision rooms or anything like that. But yeah, still a still a bummer nonetheless. As for Redfall, eh, I mean, I <clears throat> excuse me. You know, we just heard about this game for the first time last year, right? Like at one of the, yeah. the conferences, I'm still kind of yeah. riding the high off a of Death Loop low key from Arcane. I can get an Arcane game. You can wait honestly between 
arcane games uh, two, three, four years, and I'll be all right. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not gonna you know sweat anything like that. I think the the premise of it seems to be kind of a uh, enticing and exciting. Um, the whole looter shooter slash multiplayer aspect, uh, bringing that to the dishonored style format of uh gameplay should be interesting but i can totally wait on that so i'm not too not too bummed about that okay yeah i mean i'm kind of there with you like i was you know i'm okay with the delay um for a couple reasons one 11 11 22 is so it still feels so far away that I'm not really sweating it. It wasn't like this was coming out next month true, and I true. was delayed to next year. So it's kind of like, okay, 11, like November is already so close to 2023 that it's like, you know, whatever. Um, the question is, when in 2023? Is it coming out in spring, hopefully? Hopefully. If it's delayed until fall 2023, that's a whole different conversation. Um but, you know, as far as delays go, we all know how Cyberpunk went. Uh, everybody in the video game community, industry, whatever, knows what happened to Cyberpunk. And personally, I would rather a game get delayed three, four times and end up good than come out to just recoup its money or whatever and end up, you know, being bad or, or, or like buggy uh, on the first release. Because you really only get one first impression, right? Once people play it, they don't enjoy the experience. It's really hard to, you know, come back a year later when the patch is out and, and find passion to come back and play the game, um, as you can already see with Cyberpunk. So, um, like, take as long as you need to make this game fun, uh, interesting, and polished. Um, and, you know, if it's not ready till 2023, end of the year, then it's not ready. And, you know, hey, I don't have the game right now. It's not like you're taking the game out of my hands or anything. Um, like I have no rush for the game to come out. If it's, if when it does come out, it's going to be trash or really buggy or, or messy. So delay the game. The issue I have with the whole situation is just like, what is, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like <laughs> you know, we're now like at the point where Starfield was the big title. Now this year, Xbox is looking really shaky and we start the year off pretty strong with the game pass uh lineup where we had hitman coming out we had tunic coming out um and honestly i know we had a conversation earlier back in january february early february or whatever basically being like if, if game pass can maintain this momentum throughout the year it's going to be a crazy year for xbox they have not maintained the momentum yeah partly because you know the games that have come out just haven't First of all, I had a lot of splash anyway, so even if they were in Game Pass, I don't know if a lot of people would be super excited about that. Like, I think Rainbow Six Extraction came out this year. I never heard a single person talk about that fucking game, and that was day and date on Game Pass. Um, And it seems like the really big banger games, you know, Sifu, PlayStation exclusive, um, Horizon, obviously, PlayStation exclusive. And then we have Elden Ring, which is just way bigger than Game Pass. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just been kind of, it's been a, it's been a dry year, but, but especially for Xbox, we, we are now like really, really in the ditch. Right. Um, and it's not because of the delay specifically, every company has delays. We just got breath of the wild two announced it's being delayed till 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, when we look at Elden ring, 
Obviously, you just mentioned it was delayed. Horizon Forbidden West, a game also delayed. Seafood delayed. So all these games that we're talking about with high regard as far as like the first half of 2022, all those games have been delayed. So it's not like delaying is a bad thing. But the difference is you take a look at PlayStation when they delay these titles. Uh, same thing with Nintendo. They still have stuff to fill the gaps, right? Uh, when Horizon got delayed in 2022 or 2021, we still had Deathloop coming out in August to kind of fill that gap. Like, of course, they didn't have a huge title in the fall or anything like that. But we still had Deathloop that year. We still had Ratchet and Clank come out that year, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Miles Morales, I think, came out was in the... at the tail end of 2020. Yeah. But people were still playing that around the Christmas time leading into 2021. So we still had a lot of good titles um, from PlayStation in 2021 uh same thing with nintendo like breath of the wild metro prime bay and other three all this shit that people want it's not coming out but they're still giving us mario strikers they're still giving us kirby forgotten land pokemon arceus uh pokemon scarlet ruby or whatever the fuck uh the the new pokemon games are going to be in the fall they still have stuff to fill that content microsoft literally only has game pass and that's it and game pass at this point doesn't look good for the rest of 2022 only because as far as like big titles go what can you even really put into there because there's not even any big games releasing this fall like we have modern warfare 2 uh reboot or whatever coming out Mm -hmm. i guess you could maybe throw that in the game pass but i don't know how that works the activision deal like trying to get approved and everything um Arkham Knights, but people seem like nobody's Gotham Knights or whatever. People don't even seem fucking excited about that because it looked kind (laughs) of sus. Hogwarts Legacy has a PlayStation marketing deal. So it's just like, what is it going to look like to be an Xbox owner um, the rest of this year, right? Uh, And and Phil Spencer came out and he was like, I know, I'm sorry. We need to be consistent and X, Y, and Z. So they definitely know there's an issue, but... Um, at some point they got to stop getting passes, right? Like, um, Halo Infinite came out and while the Halo Infinite drop was really good, Halo Infinite was definitely underbaked. Yeah. Um, and honestly, they might've been better served if they would have held on to that another year, just took their lumps, delayed Halo Infinite and dropped that this year with Forge co-op and everything. And have that, you know, come out with a little stronger legs in terms of like the multiplayer front and allowing people to create maps and and play campaign together. Uh, And that would have been able to fill the Starfield gap. And we could still would have had Psychonauts and uh, Forza Horizon to kind of, uh, uh, you know, fill in the gap for that fall. But this year is really bad. Like we might get Forza Motorsports um, allegedly, but I mean, even that shit, like... I'm not, I'm not going to play Forza Motorsport. I might turn it on <laughs> and, and, and play for a little bit, but I'm not going to be playing that. So it's just kind of a bummer to see that Xbox still doesn't really have a plan in place or like a emergency pull this and release this game in case of a delay type uh, situation going on. Um, especially after, you know, acquiring these this many studios and, you know, developing projects for this long it's like we still haven't found a good rhythm of releases yet so um i don't know what's your what's your like outlook 
on the situation. Like now that there's this delay, it doesn't seem like we're getting any any big titles. There's no word on any of the indies that were announced last year mm-hmm. coming to Game Pass or anything like that. So how are you feeling looking at Xbox as a brand new Xbox hardware owner uh, going into the rest of 2022 and, and looking toward 2023? You know, I'm definitely uh, worried, you know, just thinking about it. But, you know, since I did just cop this uh, $500 machine, I'm going to keep the optimistic eye open here. You know, we've got uh, this showcase coming up two weeks from now. Two and a half weeks from now, I'm thinking we may get some bombs there. We may be able to really find some. Uh, they may be able to find a, their stride for the rest of the year, based off of what mm-hmm. they announced at this uh, this conference. If you know it doesn't hit the mark, then I will be worried for you know Xbox this year, and I'll say, all right, well, let's pack up, let's uh, <laughs> GG, let's uh, let's let's go next into the next year but you know i think there's still a mm-hmm. there's still a potential you know like you said they have all these studios they may have games up their sleeves that nobody's even talked about or maybe that games that people have forgotten about that will turn out amazing for the rest of the year you know perfect games that will be good to tide us over until you know a starfield if it you know decides to be an early next year uh launch or something um but yeah, we, we really we really do just have to see. I think that this uh, conference though will be exciting, and we should get something to hold us over. Yeah, I mean we'll see. Um, I think after the Starfield delay, I'm just kind of looking at things with a hey, this shit's not coming out until it's out. Until like we're starting to, until we have reviewers on Twitter being like, hey, I received a code for this review coming soon. I'm just expecting this shit not to be released because like we've seen so many delays. Um, a lot of these games like we haven't even heard about in a long time. So, you know, we have a date. We got whatever. But until I see people actually with their hands on it, I don't know. Um, that being said, like I will say Xbox has to take their lumps. And, you know, it's really kind of like a two pronged test for Xbox and Phil Spencer and the whole, all the different studios there, because I think at some point, like once we actually start getting games, like we're not going to stop. Right. Just like there, there are so many studios that they have to all release their games at some point. Right. And it's not like every single studio is going to have their games delayed until the, you know, end of time. Right. So, Next year, if even if Starfield somehow doesn't come out next year, there are so many studios that I imagine at least one game is going to come out. One of these games that we've been waiting, whether it's Hellblade or Fable or, or whatever, something has to come out. Uh, so that's the one test, the actual releasing of the games. <laughs> like These games that we've been have been legends for the longest time, the games that we've seen CGI trailers of, like when the Xbox Series X was first announced, we have to actually start getting products from that era of Xbox because uh, that kind of signals the mark of the of the next generation. Like, you know, we got Halo Infinite, but that was still kind of a holdover um, from the Xbox One generation. That was like just the beginning of the transition when we first got that Halo Infinite uh, teaser. It was like back when Double Fine was acquired, like, I don't know, five, six years ago. So it was a, it was a while ago. Um, 
we still need Hellblade, Fable, um, Avowed, all of that stuff to really see what this new direction under Xbox looks like. That being said, that's the first phase, the actual releasing of the games. The second phase is the quality and the bar right. that Xbox has going forward, right? Because you know, with PlayStation, we they have done such a good job at basically saying, hey, like this is a PlayStation official title. 99.9% of the time when we drop something, it's going to be high quality. Um, whether we're talking Returnal, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, Miles Morales especially, uh, these games are polished, they're fun, uh, they're compelling, um, and they're unique in a lot of cases. And PlayStation has remained super consistent with that bar to the point where people don't even worry anymore. Like, we already know, like, all we need to worry about is when is the game dropping. Mm-hmm. And once we figure that out, we know it's going to be good. Microsoft is different. They have a lot of different studios. Um, the studios have a lot of different levels of success as far as game quality goes. Um, so sure, Starfield might come out. That might be really good. Uh, but then what does Hellblade 2 look like? Like Hellblade 1 was really good, but I, you know, I think we talked about it in the last episode or a couple episodes ago. Personally, I thought Hellblade 1 was good, but it definitely was like of that double A quality. So yeah. with this being marketed as a triple A game, are we going to see a different bar and, and a different level of a, a higher level of quality from Hellblade 3? Or Hellblade 2. Uh, same with Fable. We haven't seen gameplay from this. We haven't seen gameplay from Perfect Dark. But are these going to hit a certain bar? Or, like, the worst thing is we could be waiting for years and years for these games. They finally release. And it's just kind of like, yeah, this is maybe an 8. Like, this is this is, this is is maybe hitting the 8 range. Like, that would be the worst, right? Because then it's like, okay... This game that we've been waiting years and years for didn't meet our expectations. And now we have to wait another, you know, five years for the studio to kind of redeem themselves. So um, what I'll say is, like, just based off of the glimpses we've gotten, I will say that Microsoft has done really, really well based off of like and a lot of this isn't their doing. It's just kind of like them coming in at the tail end. But uh, Psychonauts 2 like I've said this many, many times, this is my favorite game I've played uh, last year. Um, I thought the the quality bar on that was really, really high. Uh, I know it didn't review exceptionally well. I think it got like eight, close to nine out of tens for a lot of places. I thought it was even higher than mm-hmm. that. Um, Forza Horizon 5 reviewed really, really well. One of the highest reviewed games of the year. Uh, that was completely under Microsoft's management. They did really well. Uh, and then Halo Infinite, Although they did have issues with like the actually getting the content out, I thought the multiplayer was some of the you know most fun multiplayer I've played in a, a couple of years. I think they totally nailed the release in terms of like dropping that that beta and then opening up the multiplayer and just having that be fun. I think the issue there was like the lack of content, not necessarily the lack of quality of development, if that makes sense. Although that campaign was kind of boring, I'm not even going to cap on that. Um, so it looks promising, but we'll have to see, man. Microsoft has a lot of hurdles ahead of them, especially with so many studios. It's hard to say like, all right. I mean, I don't know. What do you think about the studios? Do you do you feel like Microsoft can hit a certain bar like Sony? Do you think it's not really important for them to hit that bar as long as, you know, they make good Game Pass content? What is your 
expectation for them in this new era of Xbox? I mean, it's not necessary, but it would be nice if they're able to hit that uh, same or similar bar as, uh, you know, PlayStation level uh, first party games. You know, I think that I'm not expecting it anytime soon, though. You know, obviously, I, I know some people may be you know, shaking their head at me saying that, you know, we've got these studios, they've been owned by Xbox for a couple years now at this point, uh, some of them at least. We, you know, you may be thinking that they should be at a certain level, but I feel like we could give them a couple more years, but whatever they got going. Couple more. Give them a couple more years for some of these studios and then let them drop something that's just super heat. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, right. I feel like when I, when I say a couple more years, I'm thinking 2024, 2025. That's like mm. only that's mm. only two or three more years. That's not that many, but give them just a little bit time, more time to fully polish out uh, a showstopper of a game. You know, something like, uh, damn, what's a good game? You know, like obviously this is a crazy comparison, but you know, if you're, you're thinking if we think about like uh, God of War, we started. He <laughs> knew it was coming. We started that off on uh, PlayStation 2's PlayStation Three. And it looked all right, you know, for the time, you know, people thought it was a solid game. But then, you know, they let it bake in the oven and that shit blew everybody out of the water, like a completely different type of game. It was just that's the level of polish that they went for. So I'm thinking, you know, hell, we could have. Damn, who do they have right now? I can't think of a game. Everybody, they've got bro. they've got everybody. We could have some random ass boo-boo ass ip boo-boo the clown show up and he's now in a banjo ban we could have a banjo game where all of a sudden it's a crime thriller and the oh, graphics are going yeah. crazy the story's going crazy and shit could just really uh you know just be better so i'm thinking give xbox a little bit more time i know i sound like a show right now people are gonna be people really i know brendan's gonna be in the discord in hours from now, he won't even have heard this uh, Maybe episode. Matt, bro. What was that? Maybe Matt. Maybe Matt. <laughs> I, I saw I saw Matt in person this weekend. He was mad because we were saying Elden Ring was good. Bro. Oh shit! Oh, that's when he, you saw his little I rant. In the Discord. Yeah, bro. It's <laughs> Matt, it is not our fault that you decided you didn't like the snow area, bro. Like what? Like I don't understand. Just walk. Like what are we talking about? Just, you can ride, just bro. Ride your you horse. Ride. Nobody's forcing you to explore the snow area. They're just telling you, hey, can you just like complete the level real quick? Can you just get to the end and kill the boss? That's all you had to do. He fumbled. I'm not gonna lie. He was like, if he just focused on gameplay, I'd say ten hours max. Then he would have been done with the game. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy that I'm now past him. Anyways, um, I'm going to tell you right now, 2023 is the last year, bro. Wow. That's, I mean, you guys got to do something. And I mean, they will. I need, feel like they will. We need two. We need two really, really good games. Uh, Starfield seems like a given. It seems like a given. It doesn't have to be Skyrim. It just has to be fun. It has to, like, I have to play it and say, hey, man, I enjoyed my 60, 70 hours I put into this game or more. You know, that's all I'm asking. And we need one more game, at least. Like, theoretically, from what I'm hearing, all the rumors and shit, we should be getting, like, six games next year. Like, apparently, Avow was <laughs> supposed to come out next year. Like, apparently, you know, Perfect... I don't know if Perfect Dark was supposed to come out next year, but Fable was maybe supposed to come out in 2023. Um, now, Starfield. 
And then there's a bunch of other secret projects, Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Like they should be releasing an insane amount of content in 2023. Uh, but you know, with Starfield coming out, uh, and Starfield and Redfall being delayed until 2023, I imagine that's going to push games even further out because you just don't want shit releasing all on top of each other. Ideally, it would be four major games, right? One for each each quarter. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe early next year we get uh, Redfall or maybe Starfield or maybe something completely different. Uh, maybe we also get Hellblade in one of the quarters and maybe there's one other fourth game. But I'm not even going to ask for that. Just give me two really solid games. Um, Psychonauts 2 leveling up, you know, as term, in terms of like size and quality and, and budget and all that stuff. That's all I ask. And we need to like once we start that. Once we get two solid games, there's no stopping. Like you, you may get one off year in the next every four <laughs> or five years, but that's it. Like, you need them pumping. We need some consistency. Yeah, and especially for Microsoft, they don't have the the luxury of taking an off year. Yeah, they need to hit us four or five years solid in a row for this generation to kind of make up for like the the revving up time that we've been. And since they started buying these studios like six, seven years back. It's been quite a while. So, it's been quite a while. But, you know, like I said, like I know they have talented studios. That's the thing, right? We know Arcane can put in the work, right? And we have yet to get like the Arcane exclusive under Microsoft. We know Machine Games coming off of Wolfenstein 2. We know they're making quality content. We know they're making bangers. It's just a matter of time uh, for when those games are actually coming out. We know Todd Howard, like the last game, you know, we all say Fallout 76, but Todd Howard didn't make Fallout 76. Last game Todd Howard made was uh, Fallout 4, gotcha. which I thought was pretty good besides the settlement shit, bro. I was tired of this motherfucker telling me. <laughs> Another settlement like needs that. your help. Yeah, I was tired of that shit. But other than that, I mean, Todd Howard makes bangers. You know what I'm saying? Double Fine makes bangers. So all of these people, I think, are in a good position where whatever project they come out with next, we have a pretty high level of confidence. Add on to that, we're getting Call of Duty's exclusives and, and and maybe like Tony Hawk Pro Skater coming back and coming directly to Game Pass. Future looks bright, but hey, the future's been looking bright for quite some time now, and we have yet to see this future come to fruition. So um, the next test is the game showcase. We'll see how they respond. We'll see what they present to us um and we'll have our predictions maybe next week but uh but yeah man i'm i'm disappointed i'm not super concerned right now but i'm super disappointed at like the cadence and the lack of like just releases and content that xbox has has uh delivered and we've kind of gotten to this point where even though they've used game pass to kind of balance everything out so far game pass is slacking this year or it seems like it's going to be slacking the for the rest of the year, and uh, yeah, the the releases are just not there. And it seems like this was supposed to be the year where we stop waiting and we actually start getting stuff. But I'll give them one more. Nice, give them one more. All right, we've gone super long, but you know, as expected, since we haven't really been able to get together. That's life, bro. In the in the two weeks, that's life. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this extra long monthly cooldown. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us. You guys know 
all your podcasting platforms of your choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show, uh, honestly, just hit up the Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord, or you can follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arseneca on Twitter and Twitch, or Arsene Lockpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks.